Hi, I'm Claire. And I'm Tess. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Right Answers Mostly. We're pretty much like Wikipedia's twin sister, but if she had a little more fun, threw a bit more shade, and enjoyed a glass of wine or two. Join us every Monday as we dive into the juiciest stories, icons, and controversies of history and pop culture. We promise to be the most informative hour of your day as we gossip about everything you wish you learned in history class. Give us a listen and a follow at at Right Answers Mostly on all social channels today. Goodbye. It's unstable topic with Sarah and Maggie. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Hey, Sarah, it's Maggie. I just want to call because we got the email. We are officially set to perform at the Course Grind Show for Ray Maddox's birthday on May 26th. Uh, the show's at 8, but the doors open at 7.30, and I use the term doors literally because it's the garage show. So the garage door is going to open up at 7.30. Anyways, the show is like free, so I think we could tell people to come. Maybe we'll post on social and have people DM us for the address, uh, or they can email us at unstabletopics at gmail.com, and we'll give them the address, kind of like an old-school high school party. You know, it should be pretty fun. Uh, Excited to perform with you. And I think I'll just text you all of this, because who even checks voicemail anymore? Okay, bye. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in... 3, 2, 1, fight! Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this question that I'm about to ask you. And I, I, I want to know, truly, honestly, how many times a week do you eat pizza? Once. Once a week. Confidently. At minimum, yeah. Be confidently once a week. Um, Domino's Pizza is our son's and daughter's favorite food. So Domino's, if you're listening, we would love a sponsorship. Uh, and it's easy at least once a week. There's a time once a week where I'm like, I cannot do anything more today. I have done all the things that I, my body and my brain can do in a calm and not – uh, raged mode, and if I have to do one more thing, which usually happens around dinner time, I'm like, I I might rage, I might rage, and that's when I'm like, let's get Domino's, let me go and pick it up. I am a hero. I will leave the house to go pick it up. Wow, you are a hero, yeah. truly. Thank you. I was thinking about it for a few reasons. One is that I think if someone told me like, hey, we're having cheesy bread for dinner. I'd be like, get out of here. That's not a dinner. But then someone says, we're having pizza for dinner. And I'm like, yeah, pizza. 
There's something about well, it. The tomato sauce. It's the tomato sauce. And honestly, when we or- our order at Domino's is a medium cheese pizza with a side of their cheesy bread. Because to be honest, their cheesy bread is the best part. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle always wants to get cheesy bread on the side, and I don't quite understand it. Like I – Well, it doesn't have tomato sauce. Right, right. Um, I like the wings, like something different, but I'm like, oh, I mean, cheesy bread is just crust. No, it's not. Crust is crust. Crust is bread. Pizza is pizza. Pizza is uh, bread topped with tomato sauce, topped with cheese, topped with toppings. That is a pizza. That is the definition. Now, you can have Chicago-style pizza, which is a little bit different. You know, just just Detroit-style pizza. There's a lot of different variations of that, but that is It's very different than cheesy bread. Cheesy bread at Domino's is bread with cheese in the middle, oh, on top. It's like a calzone and then there's cheese, without sauce. And then there's cheese on top. And it's different types of cheeses and herbs and spices. Now, you can also get this cheesy bread with like basil. And I think there's one with like feta Ooh, too and tomatoes. That's fancy. Right? Which is a little – that's a little bit closer to pizza. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. It's different cheeses. It's cooked in a different way. It's not thin. I, I am siding with Kyle 100% To get the this. side of cheesy bread with yes. a pizza. Well. Yes. I, I've been sold. I just needed another another perspective on it. I've never been provided the perspective other than it's delicious, which like, sure, but I've never thought of it as like a totally different food. A del- but to be honest, delicious should be enough. That's fair. You can have two two similar delicious things and your taste buds will be tantalized because <laughs> you'll be like, ooh, this is nice and different, Ooh. but similar. I like these ingredients in a new and different way. But do you agree that if someone was like, it's just cheesy bread and there's no pizza, you would be kind of like, that's not dinner. That's not dinner. No. Right. You need cheesy bread is an accompaniment to accompaniment. pizza. Cheesy bread is a side dish. hundred percent. Okay. Good. It could be a side dish to pork chops. Oh. It could be a side dish to like a meat Pasta. Loaf. It's not the main meal. And this is my husband and mine's biggest argument about chilies. He wants to go to chilies and order the triple dip, appet- dip mm-hmm. appetizer as his meal. And it drives me nuts. I'm like, you are a 46-year-old man. You cannot order an appetizer for your meal. For your meal. You can't do that. And it's queso, which I'm sure is just so offensive it's to you. It's so offensive. And it's he gets like the um, egg rolls, Southwestern egg rolls with it. Oh, yeah. Those are good, though. That is what you get at Chili's. I'm going to side with Jamie what? on this. And and, here, and here's why. Chili's is like a place that you go. They have the, the Southwest egg rolls. They have that meat dip with like Hormel chili in the middle. Like that's what you go to Chili's for and like a really sugary alcoholic drink. But like it's the nostalgia piece of it. You can't get that and a burger. That's too much food. You get it for the – well, one, you probably shouldn't get it. But two, if you do get it, it's for the table. Like if you're – if we were to go out – But you can't eat queso. You can't eat queso. So then he's got to eat – There's two other options. And if we – let's do this. You, Kyle, me, and Jamie, we can go to Chili's. We can order this triple dipper for an appetizer and enjoy it. 
responsibly well, yeah. as adults. Yeah, I think if there's more than if there's more than two people that are going to enjoy the dips, then it's for the table and then you get a meal. But if it's like him and you and he knows he wants to get queso, but he knows you're not going to eat the queso, then he's like, then that's kind of my dinner. But you don't have to get queso. You can substitute it. Well, another reason why I was thinking about pizza <laughs> is, is that Jill, our dear friend, has sent me another <gasps> next door. Stop it. Um, and it, this let's call this woman, let's call this woman Carol. I'm going to read it. She sent me a screenshot. Okay. I'm going to read this verbatim. We're going to call this woman Carol. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. I'll tell you a little bit. Carol does not look like she's like 20, right? She doesn't look like she's a hundred, but she's closer to the closer to older. Okay. And this is what Carol posts on Nextdoor. Hey neighbors, I'm throwing a pizza party and I need some recommendations for great pizza places in the area. I've never ordered pizza before, so any specific info on what to order would be appreciated. Thanks in advance. Okay. So is she a widow? No, she's got a photo of a spouse in her profile picture. Because okay, that was my first. Like, what if, like, she never ordered pizza oh, before? Oh, someone else has always someone done else it. Someone else has always done it. And now she's at a, a point in her mourning where she has to move on, you know, and make and steps. She's like, I need to celebrate. I need, I need to have a pizza party. party. And she's never ordered because her spouse had always ordered it. Uh, wow. That's like a really sweet interpretation. That's really sweet. I was like, dang, this woman has never had pizza. <laughs> she didn't say because she's like, I don't know what to order. She's like, I need recommendations. What do I order? I thought she was so I thought like, she was thinking, where do I order from? Like what's a Yeah, no, she says on she says where. She wants to know where. And then she says, quote, I've never ordered pizza before. So any specific info on what to order yeah. would be appreciated. So again, I'm thinking if you are going to recommend a place, what from this place is really good to eat? So she's looking pizzas. Yeah, like okay, so there's specialty pizza places in Denton. So if I were going to recommend a pizza place that's a specialty pizza place, I would say please order. This is the pizza I usually get. This is what I would order from this pizza place. Here's my thought on this. I think I've probably, in my 35 years on the planet, ordered pizzas hundreds of times. <laughs> and I just cannot imagine making it through even like, I mean, pizza pizza delivery in the 90s is like quintessential 100%, childhood 100%, memories for me. Yeah. And I feel like that was just like a part of the culture. So to make it through that time and never having called the pizza delivery guy is just kind of, to me absolutely wild because it's, it's it like what do, what do i order at a pizza place i order cheese and pepperoni and then sure maybe a specialty pizza but like i i just cannot i'm sticking up for this person because i really believe that she was asking what would i order from a place you're recommending and that's i would i would hope people are like oh call Domino's. i'm like no i've I would venture to guess if i was going to make a statement like that i was looking for like specialty pizza places you know and what's this a good order from there. This poor woman is going to get reamed on Nextdoor. What if? Well, you can't post like that on Nextdoor. You can't do that. You can't make she a does, post like she that to a bunch know. of strangers on the internet. What if she's trying? She doesn't know, but she's about to learn. It's an important ah, lesson for this, this woman. This makes me sad. Like, I am sad <laughs> for her. Because if she's having a pizza party. But she needs help. She's going to be happy. What if she, I'm, 
so I was thinking back to the 90s. My parents would order pizza, right? Because they would call anybody. Yes. So I didn't do that. And now you order pizza online. Like you don't call anybody. And usually Jamie handles that portion because he's like, I got to find the deals. I got to find the deals. So I'm like, I don't usually order pizza either. No, I do because my husband takes forever to order pizza because he's got to find the deals. And I'm like, just, just order the pizza. <laughs> Let me go pick it up. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? Yes, finally. <laughs> All right. Um, in January 1919, a tank holding nearly two and a half million gallons of molasses burst and covered the north end of Boston. This sticky situation was deadly with the spicy syrup spilling through the streets at 35 miles an hour and reaching a tidal wave height of 15 feet. 21 people were killed and over 150 were injured. Houses and buildings collapsed and the smell of molasses lasted for years. I am horrified, but also instantly reminded me of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the book. Yes. The town of the town of Chew and Swallow was destroyed in a similar fashion. It was probably based off of this. What gets me oogie is the tidal wave portion of molasses. Isn't that terrifying? Terrifying. Just the color alone coming at you. Coating the streets. And then if you did survive, how sticky everything would be for years. You can't get that out. And I mean, you can't get that out. And it made it hard. I mean, this is like such a wild story that I'd never heard. But the fire department, like the rescue people couldn't get to people because molasses is so thick. It's not like water that you can wade through. It's like this thick, semi-solid liquid, you know? Isn't that wild? Maybe that's what killed the dinosaurs because initially I was now thinking of Jurassic Park and the mosquitoes stuck in amber, mm. right? The sap. Yeah. That's how the mosquito, that's how they got the DNA for the dinosaurs to create replica right. dinosaurs. So yeah, maybe that's what happened to the dinosaurs. Yeah. There was a molasses explosion. Oh, yeah. This was January 1919. You're saying like before that there was another instance of a molasses mm-hmm. explosion mm-hmm. in like the Jurassic period, mm-hmm. the molasses period? Yes. Who's to say? Who's You're right. I you know what? We've never not found evidence of dinosaurs enjoying gingerbread cookies. Well, Maggie, let's not get crazy. I didn't say they baked. I just said there was a molasses explosion. <laughs> I didn't say like dinosaurs were baking. The but is molasses? I mean, molasses not... isn't like an, a naturally occurring mineral, right? Like you have to make molasses. That's a really good question. I don't know the answer to it. I do know syrup is a natural occurring That's thing. true. It comes from trees, but you still have to boil it, you know? To make like maple yeah, syrup. I do. mean, it has like sap, but you have to boil the sap to make syrup. So I don't know. I think I think that maybe this is a yes and situation in which dinosaurs did some of them experience a molasses explosion. And possibly it was because they were creating the first molasses mm. and there was some sort of like chemical reaction explosion. And they were making that because they were like, I think these cookies could be spicier. I don't disagree with you. I mean, there's a lot about the molasses age instead of the Jurassic age that we just don't know about. We don't know what dinosaurs were like. We can't 
say who and what they were outside of their bones. And my bones won't tell you who I am as a human, what my soul is like. Bones are just going to tell you, hey, she brushed her teeth and she broke her bone in the third grade. You're not going to know how that I was rollerblading. Well, now they will. We'll, it, we'll include this podcast episode with your bones somehow. Are you ready to react? Yes. Okay. So a molasses spill in Boston in 1919 was deadly, took years to clean up and knock down houses. How would you clean up molasses? Oh, gosh. Like if that if I was in that experience or if I spilled a jar of molasses in my house. Let's say you spill an entire jar of molasses on your kitchen floor. What are you doing? It's incredibly hard to clean up. So you're going to have to get a wet rag. Okay. A rag that is already wet and kind of like mop it up. You got to mop it up first. Mm-hmm. You got to get all of it in the rag because you can't just pick it up. Probably multiple rags. Multiple or a, a towel. This um, might be a towel situation. Mm-hmm. And then once Ooh. that's up, you got to go back in with like a Clorox wipe to get it up off the floor because I have laminate floors. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's easier to clean up. Now, no crevices. This, no crevices. Now, if this were to spill on a rug, I'd throw the rug away. Done. There's no saving. What if it was your like rug in your – like a floor rug that's not like a pickup rug but a carpet? Throw it away. There's no getting that out. And I get a new rug. It's fine. There's, there's no getting molasses out if it's not a non-porous surface. None. I bought some corn syrup, which I feel like is similar but clear version of molasses, like similar consistency. And it was in my baking cupboard and knocked over. And I only realized it because I got out of a bowl and it was like stuck to the bottom of the bowl. And I was really asking how you would clean up molasses so I could know how to clean up this. <laughs> now let's play What Word cupboard. Am I Thinking of? Beans. The game where Maggie and Sarah use their telepathic best friend abilities to try and guess the word the other is thinking. All right, Maggie, I am thinking of a word. Okay. I want you to really focus on this word. Okay. What word am I thinking of? Platypus. No. What? No. Not platypus? Oh, my gosh, Maggie, get your head in the game. Okay, well, I stop sending me the word platypus if you don't want me to guess the I word platypus. I am not but... sending you that okay, word. Okay, 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 okay. I just thought that that was... Word you were sending. Okay. Uh fa 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 fork. Yes. Not platypus. Jeez Louise. What an incredible psychic feat only two best friends could accomplish. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? Yes, I am. Snails depend on moisture to survive, and if the weather is less than ideal, they cover themselves in secreted mucus and can nap for up to three years waiting for moisture conditions. I was like, dang, I'm with this snail until you, you said the secreted mucus? Is that, are those the words you put together? That's a scientific term for what the, the snail does is cover itself in secreted mucus, like its own mucus, not someone else's. Well, that's what secreted means. It oozes out its mucus and covers itself in its mucus and naps for three years. You had me until I realized I don't want to secrete mucus and cover my body in it. You would like to nap for three years, but you would not like to cover yourself in a blanket of your own 
slime. Yeah. So replace blanket of your own slime with actual blanket and take out three years for three hours. And me and snails are like, yeah. You guys are basically the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. so cute. We saw a snail the other day, like a real snail. And I haven't seen one in a minute. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Everyone look. No one cared. No one cared. Do you want to just go right into a react Let's here? go. Because I feel like we're already reacting. So I'm curious to know what your actual react question is. Okay. Well, snails can sleep up to three years if the weather is bad. What's a condition that you would escape with a nap? Um, I think the better question is which condition would you not escape with a nap? You know? <laughs> I can't. I think you that's, would, okay. That's a shorter list. Because, like, I wouldn't want to escape if I felt like if I was energized and it's 75 degrees outside and sunny and my day is open and everyone wants to go outside and play. We're going to go on a hike. I don't want to sleep through that. Okay. Yeah. No. But if it's, like, Christmas morning. What would you want to nap through? I think I would escape a condition I would escape with a nap. Yes. Hmm. I think if it was, like uh, – everyone everyone's kind of losing their mind or like cranky you know it's not even losing their mind i think if everyone's cranky Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and no one's like it's like it's fine like volume wise no one's crying or upset but just everyone's kind of you can just tell the vibe of a place is crank (laughs) i i don't do well in crank weather i have to escape that with a nap and myself included if i am cranky then it's like, you know what I need to do? Cover myself in some secreted mucus and sleep for three years. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace.